Hello, I'm Charles Coves, Australasia's passion provocateur. Welcome to this week's episode of the Charles Coves Show. Whether you're watching on YouTube or on Rumble or listening via podcast from one of the many potential platforms. In this week's episode, my key topic is to warn you against being sucked into a vortex of fear porn by believing that there is a climate emergency. There is no climate emergency. Today's show is a little bit shorter than usual due to a special occasion, so I will discuss the big idea. I won't be sharing six resources with you. I'll do a quick review of some key important happenings during the week and then the foundational principles for the show and further details about me is at the end of the show for newer viewers and listeners. So let's go with today's big idea. I love our planet, but there is no climate emergency. And there is a massive fear spreading exercise going on amongst particularly children, but most people. I want you to understand what a fraud this claim of climate emergency is and the basis on which I say that. This topic is inspired by a school students strike in Australia a few days ago, striking for the climate, striking, you're going out on strike to push back against a climate emergency. The fraudulent claims about this alleged climate emergency are causing massive psychological problems to young people. I've seen a book by Tony Thomas explore what is being provided to Australian schools to, that needs to be taught to children about climate emergency. These materials are fraudulent. They are misleading. They are wrong. And kids are getting depressed about the future. They say the future of the planet is at risk. That is a lie. If you believe the lie, you end up doing remarkably stupid things. I love our planet. You've heard me say in short form in previous episodes that I love our planet, and we do have certain emergencies. We have a soil emergency. The chemicalisation of soil has damaged it dramatically. We have an Australian and many other country landscapes emergencies. We have a waste emergency. We have a plastic waste emergency. Plastic waste is an amazing pollutant of our planet. It's also in microplastics coming into the food chain and filling up your body with microplastics. We have a polluted water emergency. We have a polluted air emergency. These are real emergencies and we must address them. But we do not have a climate emergency. 
And if we, in the name of a climate emergency, allegedly caused by CO2 emissions increasing, if we, as a consequence, say we cannot produce electricity other than through renewables, that will drive up the cost of electricity and reduce its availability. In fact, this week in Australia, there's been massive mainstream news analysis of how unable the Australian government is to replace coal-generating electricity plants with renewables. It simply cannot be done. But the government goes forward ridiculously. In fact, the Prime Minister is in at the APEX summit talking about bushfires, increased bushfires being caused by the climate emergency. Lie, lie, lie. It's just extraordinary. And so this this desire to to stop Australia producing electricity in the name of a climate emergency by reducing carbon dioxide has a massive impact on your lifestyle for no good reason. And the simple principle is this. And Buckminster Fuller, famous Buckminster Fuller, worked this out very clearly. If you increase electricity availability, GDP goes up, and when GDP goes up, lifespan goes up, health improves, and the the birth rate reduces. So every high GDP country has a reducing natural population via natural ways. Of course, immigration changes that natural state. And indeed, many countries are now deeply concerned about their low birth rate. And children don't want to have babies because they're worried about the future of the planet based on a fraud. So why do I say there's no climate emergency? I've been involved in organic farming since 1976. I've been involved in renewable energy since 1992. I'm CEO of an industrial hemp company, and hemp is going to solve many of the emergencies to which I've referred. I know what I'm talking about. There is no climate emergency. It was global cooling, then global warming, now climate emergency, all basing carbon dioxide as the culprit, I'm deeply, deeply invested in understanding what this is all about. I'm telling you again, it's a fraud. I'm going to give you five reasons. There are many more, but I'll give you five that you can use to push back against people who claim there's a climate emergency. And these five claims are extracted from Ian Plymer's wonderful book, Green Murder. I've recommended that to you before, but I felt the need in the context of this fear porn that's being imposed on school students but on Australians, including by a Prime Minister telling these lies, you need to know what the lies are and the evidence as to why they're lies. So here goes. Number one, it has never been shown that human emissions of carbon dioxide drive global warming. Only, Only the opposite has been shown. In the past, increased emissions of carbon dioxide have followed natural temperature rises. 
Ice has been on Earth for only 20% of the time. The six great ice ages started when the atmospheric carbon dioxide was far higher than at present, which proves that atmospheric carbon dioxide content does not drive global warming. My second reason for saying there's no climate emergency. Climate activists, and these, of course, are quotes from Ian Plymer's book, Green Murder. Climate activists, and they are activists, they have another agenda, nothing to do with climate emergency. Climate activists cannot provide a bulletproof case to support their ideology. They do not argue with the eminent scientists who have come to different conclusions, and they resort to character assassination, denigration, abuse, cancellation, and sacking from universities of those who have a different view. To claim that the science is settled is the claim of those who have something to hide. And as a former lawyer and now legal strategist, anybody who suppresses a counter-argument, you have to question. The abuse of anybody who has a counter-view like me is simply evidence that the Proponents of climate emergency don't have sufficient evidence. It is a lie, and the best way to promulgate the lie is to attack people with different views. Personal ad hominem attacks. My reason number three for saying there's no climate emergency. The colourless, odourless, tasteless, non-poisonous gas carbon dioxide is plant food. And without that, without that plant food, there would be no life on Earth. The recent slight increase in atmospheric carbon dioxide has led to a greening of the Earth, an increase in forest cover and more productive agriculture. Before I give you reason number four, I need a reason to live, my coffee. Mm. All right, back to reason number four. The temperature record upon which major policy decisions have been made does not survive a simple due diligence examination. Fraud is the thread that unites all climate data and predictions. The long-term, this is what Plymer says, the long-term homogenization of the global temperature record is the greatest scientific fraud that has ever taken place and the financial implications are horrendous. It will destroy GDP. It will destroy life for no good reason. Remember, we have all these, we have all sorts of emergencies. We do not have to reduce CO2. And then reason number five. We are told by green activists that Australia is the biggest per capita polluter in the world. This is wrong. Anybody who says that to you, you can say categorically this is wrong. We are a large carbon dioxide emitter and carbon dioxide is plant food and not a pollutant. That's another point. You can make that 5A. Carbon dioxide is not a pollutant. The countries that emit the largest per capita carbon dioxide emissions are servicing the needs of other countries by smelting and refining aluminium and zinc metals that have a massive amount of embedded energy and by a large fossil fuel or petrochemicals industry. 
The grasslands, forests, crops and the continental shelf of Australia sequester far more carbon dioxide than Australia emits from all energy, transport, agriculture and mining sources. We are a carbon sink in this country. So, there are many more reasons why there's no climate emergency. Those five are easy to understand. I'll say them again. Number one, human emissions of CO2 and CO2 increase does not drive climate warming. Number two, scientists who question the climate activists are attacked. Number three, Carbon dioxide is plant food, not a pollutant. Without carbon dioxide, there's no plants, we die. Number four. The temperature records are fraudulent. Number five. CO2, carbon dioxide, is not a pollutant and Australia is in fact a carbon sink. So do your study. This is a crucial element. You can't leave this, you can't leave this to the politicians because the politicians are lying to you. Take an interest. Read Green Murder. I've looked. At, I've I've done lots of reading on these matters. I, I confidently say to you, this is an exercise in fear porn to say there's a climate emergency. It's sucking children in to being despairing about the future. They're not therefore producing children because they don't want to bring children into this environment. I say, don't be sucked in to the vortex of fear porn. Today's big idea will reduce the fear in your life, the fear in your family, and give you the ability to push back hard against people peddling fear porn, peddling lies. I hope that coming closer to the truth helps you to live life on your terms and not stupidly give away affordable electricity so that your your enjoyment of life, and there's a, if you go through what the impact that electricity makes on your life, to put that in question for a fraud is just madness. I hope this show helps you on a constant basis to question your beliefs. Don't be sucked in by those promulgating a destruction of your lifestyle. Do your own thinking and then ask yourself, what is important to me? That's what this show is about, an increase in self-awareness and then being provoked to pursue your passion. Visit our websites, covest.com, charlescovest.com. If you like this show, please subscribe, please share it with your family, friends, work colleagues. If you have any questions, send me an email, charles at covest.com. My books, Passionate People Produce and Passionate Performance, are available on those websites. Now, let's do a quick review of a couple of key matters that happened during the week. Firstly, my guest on TNT Radio this week is is a natural nurse in a toxic environment, Kate Shemarani from the UK. She spoke eloquently, brilliantly about true health, And she also talked about the fear porn that is promulgated amongst the treatment of elderly, of the excess deaths of the elderly in the UK and globally, and the outrageous prescribing of drugs to the elderly resulting in massive, massive increases in deaths. Well worth listening. 
having a and helping you have a rethink as I do in this program to to understand gosh what is the essence of true health and do I just go to the medical profession to get my health back of course you know I say no our former premier in this state victoria daniel andrews i call him dick dan short for dictator but dick dan goes well i'm in i'm committed to tracking his every move i'm delighted to see that golf clubs don't want him as a member he must pay for the harm that he has caused this state as the worst premier in our state's history he is corrupt he is guilty of criminal acts in parliament he is a liar and of course any politician is but he's a particularly bad liar and he must not be allowed to get away go off into the distance having destroyed this state to the extent that he has and of course why do i keep saying this because yesterday in in dick dan's former seat of mulgrave there was a by election and he, labor party won it with a 10% reduced primary vote but nevertheless got across the line and that is because most people don't understand don't understand the harm that Dick Dan has done through his pathetic inept leadership and Victoria is going to be burdened down with massive massive debt that's going to have an impact on everybody for 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 the benefit of a tiny few who I call the elites who have benefited from Dick Dan's profligate spending that profligate spending at a federal level means that federal labor government is having to reduce infrastructure spending because so much is being wasted on nonsensical projects including what's called a suburban rail loop mega mega dollars being wasted on a on a rail loop that had totally insufficient research about it it's an outrage that it's happening it should be shut down immediately And the last bit of news that came out this week is that hospitals are now starting to say it's normal for kids to die of heart attacks. Think about that. Think about that for fear porn. Don't be sucked in. Push back. Push back against your politicians. Stop letting them get away with fear porn and take a deep interest in the activities of your local councils because they too are promulgating fear porn in the name of climate emergency and wanting to impose 15 minutes smart cities it is total bs so if you're new to the show stick around we go through the foundational principles for the show and background details about me so you understand me a little bit more thanks for watching or listening i hope this show helps you to constantly be willing to question what you believe and the principles on which you want to live your life Have a great week. See you next week. Bye. And now, for viewers and listeners who want to know more about my background and what else I do with my life as well as the foundational principles of the show. Here we are. Since 1993 when I left my legal career a career that I love to become Australasia's passion provocateur I have inspired and provoked 
and educated and motivated people all over the world to discover and pursue their passion. I have helped people via the books that I've written, via speeches at conferences, via in-depth team building programs, workshops over one, two or three days or over three months, six months. And I've coached people of all ages, one-on-one from small, medium and large enterprises, government enterprises, helping them to identify the often tiny changes that can make a massive difference. One of my core principles is that freedom is what makes us truly human. That's why one of the greatest threats that government imposes on you to force you to observe its laws is the threat of imprisonment, the loss of your freedom. Just think about that. Government says, if you don't behave yourself, we're going to put you in jail. No, no, I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to lose my freedom. That's a reminder to you of why freedom is so important. Without freedom, you and I are not much different to animals. If you were locked up in a cage for the rest of your life, how, how different would you be to an animal? This commitment to fighting for freedoms for all people is carried out by me primarily through five channels. Number one, preserving the freedom to pursue your passion. Number two, inspiring you to be able to be free through excellent health. Number three, helping preserve freedom throughout the world through the expansion of industrial hemp, a magnificent agricultural crop, an almost miraculous crop that enables every community to thrive independently of government. In this way, the power of government to take away freedom is minimised. Number four, fighting for freedom through legal strategies. So I do work as a legal strategy consultant, as an interface between clients and their lawyers. And number five, as chairman of the Australian Institute of Comedy and as a board member of the Australian Cartoon Museum, fighting for the freedom of thought and speech through uncensored comedy and humour through avoiding political correctness in the comedic space. When you block freedom of speech, freedom of thought, that's the beginning of the end of your freedoms. The foundational principles for the Charles Covest Show are founded on the formula SA plus P equals S. Your self-awareness added to your passion will guarantee that you are successful. And the best definition of success I have found in life is that success is the progressive realisation of your worthy ideals. The progressive realisation of your worthy ideals. This show is also guided by Socrates' famous principle and quote, the unexamined life is not worth living. You can see I'm wearing my red jacket. I wear my red jacket for all my shows. Red is the colour of passion. So that when you see me on the YouTube version, It reminds you that when you see red in your life, you ask yourself the question, am I pursuing my passion? What am I passionate about? Am I still passionate about that? What might I newly be passionate about? Each week I explore one big idea that can change your life. And it's just one big idea because there's a chance you will remember it. If I give you too many ideas, then we we get confused and we don't do anything. Clarity leads to power. Confusion kills passion. 
Each week I share simple and practical resources that you've heard me describe in the earlier part of the show. A spiritual tip, a health tip, lyrics of a song, a book, a quote, and of course humour. This show is not politically correct, I have no intention of being politically correct, and I love certain addictions, including my addiction to great coffee, Mm. my addiction to exercise, my addiction to reading, and my addiction to certain other unmentionable in public type behaviours. Who would know what they are? This show definitely subscribes to the view that we have a spiritual life. So if you don't like discussion of spirituality, this show is not for you. I promise you that I don't include anything in this show that I don't consider to be true and that I have not found to be useful in the work that I've done over the past 28 years, but also over the past 50 years in business, as a lawyer, as a consultant advisor. I only want to share stuff with you that is of value to you. Finally, if you have any questions or suggestions, please feel free to contact me at charles at Again, thanks for watching and listening to my show. Bye.